Hey, Legacy Makers, it's Elaine Lucardis, business and career coach for women of color and allies who want to align and purposely pivot to create a sustainable and equitable future. So in today's episode, we talk about time and energy management, and I'm putting the word energy because it's about having energy. And we go over what success and happiness is defined as, and it's not just, ooh, how much money am I going to make this year or in five years, but how does that look like? And I also share how I stay grounded and set in my goals for the year, weekly, as well as daily. What I do to reflect on what works, what doesn't. And I even share behind the scenes of how I figure out how to schedule my work-life balance, as well as how I help my clients. So I also want to give you as a precaution, this is what works for me. So adapt and adjust accordingly. Get a pen and paper, take lots of notes. And if you're driving, please don't take a pen and paper, but do get a coffee, tea, and or boba, and let's get started. Hey, Legacy Maker, it's Elaine Lucardis, business and career coach for women of color and allies, and your host for the Collier Dreams podcast. As a first-generation immigrant, I know how much pressure there is from our family and society to have a safe and secure life. But in the Call Your Dreams podcast, I'm here to challenge you to be your best self by creating a business and career that is sustainable, abundant, and enriching without playing by other people's roles. We'll have real talk on the deep inner work to create lasting transformation and the tactical strategies to create a profitable business and career. We both know you have a vision roots you're proud of, and a legacy to create. Now it's time to do things your way on your own terms. So let's get started. Now grab your coffee, tea, and or boba, and let's call your dreams to create your legacy. Hey, Legacy Makers, it's Elaine Lou Cardis, business and career coach for women of color and allies. And I am excited for this fifth episode. I can't believe it. I mean, last week you just got four incredible new episodes, and this is exactly how I want to start the Call Your Dreams podcast. So Today's episode, I actually thought of doing last minute. I was supposed to talk about something else, but what I notice is common themes happening with my clients. And that usually happens. I know, wait, this is some great information that I could talk about in the Color Your Dreams podcast. So I'm here to talk about time and energy management. And I really wanted to add energy in there, not just time management, time and energy management, because energy is everything. I know that the most important algorithm isn't actually what's the algorithm on Instagram, but it's our energy. It's our energetic cadence. It's what we have the capacity to do and not do. And I coach my clients and what I want to talk about here in today's podcast episode is how to have more time and energy and not necessarily to work more, by the way. This is not a, 
ooh, Elaine's going to teach me how I could have more time and energy to work. We'll talk about how you could stay focused, yes, to do what you need to do to hit your goals, but also how to have time and energy to be that loving partner, that loving mother, that loving daughter. I know in my personal experience, and I'm pretty sure for all of you, is when I'm so focused on doing all the things in my business or in my career, I end up being really mean and evil, right? Where I'm not a nice person to be around when I'm working so much. And so we'll also be talking about how you can create boundaries for yourself too. Like, for example, the other day I was at the park by myself. I just told my boyfriend, I need to go out by myself. Also, both of us are like now at the tail end of COVID. So we were quarantining, making sure we don't pass it on to anyone, but it was crazy being at home and like in these four walls, just being with him that I need time to myself. So I went to the park. I made sure it was social distance and having time for myself, which is so important. So as we're going through time and energy management, this is not just going to be the pen to paper. We're going to do all the practical stuff, but I also want to talk about spirituality and energetically too, and how I plan my days. So let's get it back to bare basics. Why are you doing this business? Or if you don't have a business, why are you in your career? So my answer and why I've created a business to help women of color and allies, like my why is actually two people. And it doesn't have to be individuals for you, but for me, It's both my grandmothers and all the generations before me. They sacrificed so much so I can have this life of choice. And for me, my choice is to have this business. My choice is to give back to this Color Your Dreams community through this podcast. What a luxury and what a privilege. And I want to honor them by doing this. So that is why I have my business. For those of you that are listening that don't have a business and maybe it's working full time. When I was working at Pasadena City College and I was fundraising, for me, my why was actually honoring my mom. And the reason being, the funny thing is my mom went to Pasadena City College. Unfortunately, she couldn't finish school because she had three kids under the age of five, me being one of her kids, and she didn't have the means to. So because of that, when I worked at Pasadena City College, I needed I need to support and help other students like my mom who may not have the means and have the funding they need to. So I raised millions of student scholarships for students, and that was my why. So understanding our why is so important. Like, for example, I was on a call with two of my clients right before this podcast, and I was asking them what their why was, and it was creating more community and connection for women of color. So. We know what your why is. And now it's going back to also the visioning. What do you want five years from now? And I'm not saying it's just like a specific car home, but what do you want five years from now? How are you feeling? Who are the people around you? It's not just the five years from now in terms of your business or career. I think so often, unfortunately, We measure success by how much we're making, what car we're driving, how much is in our bank account. But what we forget success is, is do we even have time to spend with our loved ones? I remember when 
I was working on this campaign. So I used to work on political campaigns and it was a family party. I was in my twenties and my youngest brother snapped at me. He's like, why are you working? You're supposed to be spending time with us. And I just broke down and cried because he was right. He was right. I was working when I should be present with my family at that party. And now how I measure success is not just what's in my bank account, but do I have time to be there for family and loved ones? I remember about a year ago, it's almost my grandma's one year anniversary since she transitioned. And when she passed, I had the luxury of being there for my family, taking time to grieve with my grandma transitioning. And that to me is success is being able to take time to do that. So here's what I want you to do. Here's an action item is I actually have a five minute legacy meditation. It brings you back to when you were a child, like your five-year-old self to five years from now to the last day in your deathbed. I do this meditation every single one of my events and every single time I do it, people cry. So just go to elainelu.com slash meditation. And once you put your name and email at elainelu.com slash meditation, you're going to get that meditation straight into your inbox. If you don't want to do the meditation, that's fine. We could quickly kind of do it right now, but I want you to think about how old are you going to be five years from now? Who is around you? Who are the loved ones that you've chosen to be around you? Where are you at? Are you on vacation at a beach? Are you hiking in the mountains? And how do you feel? How do you feel energetically? So when we think about what we want, like five years from now, and also imagine how we feel, we know what we're going for. And I'm not saying that you have to get everything checklist, but when you see yourself, how you feel, who is around you, and how it looks like, whether in your business and career, then it helps you set those goals. So what I tend to do is every year I put three goals. Three may not seem nothing, but three is actually enough. And the Olympics just ended Winter Olympics. And I always like giving this example to my clients. But if you think about Olympic athletes or any athletes, they're focused on doing one sport. You don't see someone going in the Olympics, doing snowboarding and ice skating. It's focused on that specific sport. So focus on three broad things in terms of goals. And I'll kind of give examples One goal might be having 30 to 20 people on your program. The second goal might be launching a podcast. And then a third goal is you just feeling more energetic, being more healthy. So the trick when you're identifying what these three goals are is the third one, one of them out of the three, maybe it's two, maybe it's all three, has to be personal. Because I know we live in today's society where we always want to create goals based off of our business and career, but it's really important to put a goal that is personal. And actually, for me, one of my personal goals is my health. Like I actually have it themed out health is wealth. Like I want more energy. Now, I don't have a specific number in terms of how much I want to weigh or what size, because I don't want to be attached to that. I want to be attached to having more energy, which is why I've been doing Bikram yoga five times a week. So you have those three goals. And then 
What I do, and I'm actually going to pull it out if you hear some papers rambling, that's because I bring out my planner. I actually use a handwritten planner. There's research that shows I don't have the exact data with me, but when you write a goal down, you're more by pen to paper, you're more likely going to do it. So now that I made three goals for the year, I use something like the Panda Planner. Now you can use whatever planner you want. I just prefer the Panda Planner because I just really love it. And there are weekly pages as well as daily pages. In my weekly pages, I put the three big goals I have. So let's say the three big goals are have 30 to 20 people in your program, launch a podcast, help as well. Then put what are the small actions you have underneath those three goals. And when you put that for the week, then every day when you're putting action items or to-dos, what task are you accomplishing? from those things. And I get it. Sometimes things come up that you forgot to do, like pay a bill, like, oh my gosh, I need to pay for a bill. Then just put that into action item to do, or maybe something comes up, like you have a brilliant idea. I need to do this YouTube episode. That doesn't mean you go do it right away, but you can make a note of it. So what I usually do in my planner is make notes of action items that I need to do. Probably that's immediate, like pay a bill or something that could be in the future. And after the week ends, towards the end of the week, then you examine how your week goes. You know, what were some wins that you've accomplished? Maybe it was working out three times, right? What were some challenges? What were tasks you didn't do? And be completely honest with yourself. Why didn't you do that task? So, you know, maybe it's an outside external reason. So for example, last week, I didn't get to do much because I had COVID. Or maybe it's something more deep that you need to work on. For example, my SEO guy told me to work on a blog and I just haven't worked on it. And I know why. I wasn't excited about the topic. And when I identify that, I'm like, I need to write things that I love doing. So for example, if you're not yet on my newsletter, join it. It's elainelu.com slash join. I make sure I'm writing those newsletters. And whatever I'm writing about, it is fun. It's hilarious because I have a marketing strategist and we had a plan of what I'm going to be writing about each week, but I end up changing it because I'm no longer feeling it with the topic and then I change it up. So going back when you are reflecting by the end of the week, you're looking at your wins and why you didn't accomplish certain tasks and then start setting new goals under the big goals. Does that make sense? So when you're setting up what action items you're going to do for the next week, making sure and being intentional of the action items you're doing is behind those three big goals. I was just on a call earlier with someone that was interested in working with me and her goal is to get clients, like a lot of business coaching clients I have. And she was just perfecting, focused on perfecting this email and this website. And I was just direct with her. And by the way, for those coaches out there, when you want to give direct feedback, always ask for permission. So I asked for permission. Hey, do you mind if I'm really direct with you? She's like, sure. And I told her, I know you want to work on this book. I know you want to perfect your website, but if you want to get clients, it's actually connecting with people, having conversations. And I gave her the example of another client who just successfully had an event. She had no landing page because I knew that was going to block her. She wanted 10 people at her event. She got 11 people by doing personal outreach, by connecting. So often we think, ooh, I need to update my LinkedIn so I can get this new job or I need to update my website and then I could promote. My challenge to you is what is the thing that's going to get you closer to that goal? Is that task actually helping you move forward to hit the goal? I know. 
Those are difficult questions, but they're questions that you need to ask yourself. So for example, for me, I was really honest with myself in terms of with health and sure, I have a Peloton bike. I have weights here, but I just can't, I can't stand working out at home. I had to for the past like 10 days because I had COVID and I don't want to spread it. But what I realized in the beginning of this year, when I didn't have COVID, I knew I wanted to work out more and, and I tested it. I was like, let me try boxing and let me try hot Bikram yoga. And I noticed that I was more excited and I loved doing hot Bikram yoga at this current state of life. Like, okay, that's what I need to do. So the next step was, okay, I tried it. I'm choosing committing to hot Bikram yoga. And then the next step was signing up for their membership. And then the next step is setting, like making reservations of when I'm going to classes. Because here's what I've noticed when it comes to putting tasks. It's like, I'm going to go do yoga. Well, what does that mean? Okay, when are you going to go do yoga? Okay, I'm going to go Wednesday at 5 p.m. So the first step I need to do is make reservations from there and pay for it. So that's the step you need to take. Rather than, I need to make $100,000 tomorrow. Let's break down those goals. And what is the first step? It's kind of like if you're going to be opening a retirement account, right? And you want to save, let's say, $18,000. Rather than saying, my goal is, yes, put the big goal, $18,000 towards my retirement. Well, what's the first step to do that? Maybe it's opening up a Vanguard. Maybe it's doing a phone call with Vanguard on how to open it up. That's the first step. Second step is how much can you do per month? How much can I do this month so I could get started? So if you notice, it is breaking down the steps even smaller. So just to kind of reflect on what I just shared, you have that five-year vision, figure out what are your three big goals for the year to hit that five-year vision. And then every week set action items that fit the, those three big goals. And then at the end of the week, which is important, reflect what are wins? What are tasks that you did? What did you not do? And why? And I get it. It's hard. I do this every week, but there's so much you could learn from your habits. There's so much you could learn from the things that you are avoiding. And sometimes goals change. Sometimes you're like, oh, I was planning to do this. I no longer want to do it. So we talk about goal setting in terms of action items, but I also want to talk about the energy management portion of it. And I just want to remember is remind all of you, especially for fellow business owners, is that you get to control your schedule, right? So I'll tell you what my schedule is. Tuesday through Thursdays, I do calls. Wednesdays are my calls with my mastermind, my inner circle, my career coaching clients. So it's my group calls that I have. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are other calls. Maybe it's sales calls, connection calls, or doing a podcast. So for example, today is Wednesday and I am recording this podcast right now. Mondays and Fridays, that I don't, I don't take calls. Mondays are my CEO days. Mondays are my, I look at my numbers and I start setting intentions and goals for the week. I used to do my CEO days on Sundays, but then I realized I really want the weekends to myself. So I don't do it on Sundays anymore. I do it Mondays. And then Fridays, I'm just going to be honest. Yes, I'm an extrovert, but I get over people. I'm like, oh, I'm so done with humans. So Fridays, I also don't meet with anyone. And it's usually my reflective days. I write for myself. That's what I want you to hear. 
I write for myself, not necessarily for content, but write and reflect. And usually that's what I draft up like my newsletter of what's coming out on Monday. But I really take time to do this for myself. Now, what I love about my schedule, because I do calls Tuesday through Thursdays, is I get the option. If I want to have a four-day weekend, I have that because I could take Fridays and Mondays off because my calls are Tuesdays through Thursdays. Now, you don't have to copy and paste the schedule. This is what works for me. Usually when I talk to my clients, I ask them, when do you want to take calls? So I have some clients who just refuse to do calls before 10 or 11 a.m. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, you go do that. And I also have some clients like, I can't do that because I have clients around the world, but I really want to sleep in. And I let them know, okay, well, what if one day you do calls earlier, but the other days you just honor your energy and your body and you do it later. So looking at when you want to do calls, look at when you feel the most inspired to write content. Is that like, is that in the morning? Is that in the afternoon or evening? So take note of that. And when you're conscious of your energy, when you're willing to do calls, when you're willing to create content, when you don't want to see anyone, it just makes it easier. And here's what I want you to hear. Test it. You're testing it. It doesn't have to be solid. You're testing what works and what doesn't work for you. And I also want to go even more specifically on Mondays, my CEO days. And I went through all the details on, it was episode three on how to scale without copying other people is looking at my numbers. But what I do to make sure I don't get caught up in the Goldie shiny object syndrome where I'm not doing what other people are doing or not following a trend. I look at my numbers of where my clients are coming from, what traffic is working. That helps me stay focused. And I get it. I know people get scared. Sometimes look at their bank account and like, oh, I don't want to look at it. But I just want to remind you, it doesn't define you. It tells you where you're at and what you can improve. But check out episode three, where I go more into details on how to break down your numbers. So. What I really want you to take away from this episode with time and energy management is we are starting off with how you want to feel. What is your five-year vision? How does success look like that's beyond your business or career? What does that mean? Are you taking like five vacations a year? Are you taking a vacation a month, a quarter? Who are you around? Like success doesn't just always have to be measured by our business or career. And when you figure out what you want five years from now, then breaking it down, what are your three big goals? And every week, it's action items towards your three big goals. And making sure one of those goals, they are personal, and you're tracking it, and you're being radically honest with yourself. Okay, why did I not do it? Why did I do this? What do I need to adjust and adapt? And then when you look at your own schedule, how are you going to create a schedule that works around you? So for example, I have some clients who pick up their kids. So if they pick up their kids, they're not doing calls from 2 to 4 p.m. Like they're done at 2 p.m. because they need to pick up their child. You could create a business that is around your life. So I always love ending my episodes with one reflective question and one action item. So. The question is, is what does happiness look like to you beyond your career and business? What does that look like? Define what happiness is. 
And then my action item to you is to even delve deeper of how happiness looks like. I actually want you to download my meditation, go to elainlu.com slash meditation. And you're just going to explore how you were when you were five, what you want five years from now, and the legacy you're going to leave when you're going to leave this lifetime. So legacy makers, I hope you took away so much from this. Take a couple of minutes, pen to paper, and just reflect on that question and action item. And I will see you next Thursday. Hey, Legacy Maker, you just finished the fifth episode of the Call Your Dreams podcast. So be sure to take another five minutes and reflect with the acronym TAG. What were your big takeaways, actions, and gratitudes? And since we are talking about time and energy management, do you have big goals for 2022? I actually want to invite you to apply to attend my legacy retreat on March 21st and 22nd, 2022 in Los Angeles, where my team and I will help you purposefully pivot and align your business to create a more sustainable and equitable future. So here's what's in this retreat. You're going to be at this gorgeous home in Hollywood Hills with beautiful views. There is a jacuzzi and pool. You'll also be fed. So lunch and dinners provided. And besides all of that, we're going to examine your services and marketing plan, get clarity on your ideal client and create a clear Q2 plan. And the fun part, collaborate with 11 other incredible women of color and allies. If you want to join the Legacy Retreat, we're limiting this to 12 folks to ensure there's intimacy as well as amazing collaboration with incredible women of color and allies, go to elainelu.com slash retreat. Once again, it's elainelu.com slash retreat. All right, Legacy Maker, I'll see you next Thursday for our newest episode. And remember to color your dreams to create your legacy. Legacy Maker, you just finished another episode of the Call Your Dreams podcast. Be sure to take another five minutes and reflect with my acronym TAG. What were your biggest takeaways, your actions, and your gratitudes? Want more of me and my team? If you're curious about working with us, go to my website at elainelu.com slash call to schedule a call with me. During this 30-minute complimentary get-it-done call, I'll provide you three action items towards your goals. And if we're not a good fit, I'll refer you to other people and resources because integrity is my number one value. All right, Legacy Maker, I'll see you next Thursday for our newest episode. Remember to call your dreams to create your legacy.